Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Fire Talk, where we take a look at around at what is happening in the world of Southeastern University athletics. I'm your host, Ken Engel, president of Southeastern University, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and director of athletics, Drew Watson. How is it, Drew? Going well. It's It's been cool. It has been. I love this it's weather. It's been great, but uh, not quite as cold as I, I spent the last week in Ohio, and uh, yeah. It was 19 degrees. In fact, it snowed on us one day. So, uh, yeah, we don't get to enjoy that kind of weather here, but uh, at least uh, we get some cooler weather, that's yes. for sure. And I know all of our athletes love cooler weather. Absolutely. So uh, very important. We have a special guest today, head track and field coach Nick Dodson. Welcome, Coach. Thank you. Great to have you on the show today. And, and Nick, you're coming fresh off winning our first ever national championship in men's indoor uh, uh, track. And tell us what that's – I mean, we showed the clip the last time that we uh, – uh, we had fire talk, yeah. and, and that was an amazing. And, of course, to see your enthusiasm and your excitement <laughs> and all of that. So tell us, what's that like to win a national championship like that? Oh, man, it's what the journey. Um, I think we kind of embraced the journey, and we look back on it. We kind of enjoyed the journey more than the title, you know, as far as yeah. I was telling Drew the other day, man, it really just started to set in. Um, and I think we just kind of reflected on the entire journey from – us starting in 2019 up to right now and the heartbreaker that we had last season in outdoors um, kind of was in control to win that one and things didn't kind of go our way and then we lost and then it, the one event that kind of cost us was the event that clinched us this time. So it's uh, just looking at the overall journey and the direction God had for the program and um, and how he allowed us to kind of see the fruits of our labor was pretty darn cool. Yeah, no, it, amazing to see what's happening. And, and, and of course, our track and field team had quite the week last week. Uh, how, many, how many athletes qualified for the NAIA standards? Yeah, we had 20 standards. Um, wow. So they kind of ranged. Yeah. Majority of them were A standards. Uh, a means automatic, so that puts them automatically at the national championships. Uh, B standard is sort of like a standby ticket at the airport. So um, you can get in or you may not. Um, a lot of it's either top 16 at the national meet or the coach's decision. Yeah. on. I can pick any three standards, uh, any three B standards per female, per male. Um, so we kind of put um, the highest ranked B standard usually goes for us. But we've been a team, been blessed since 2019. We majority have automatic standards, and that's kind of where we go um, to make sure that we're automatically in the championships. Yeah, yeah. Now, you compete against some amazing teams. I mean, you know, a uh, little, little known college up. Uh, is it South Carolina, Clemson? Yeah, Clemson. You, you, yeah. you run against them, and who else do you you all get to run against? Yeah, this, uh, you know, um, the last meet we had, you know, we we faced Ohio State, uh, uh, Minnesota. We actually beat Minnesota in a few events. Um, we ran Ohio State to the line in a few events, um, and so we're just blessed that you know some of these institutions give us the opportunity because we we feel that we're just as good as those uh, guys and Absolutely. girls, and um, we just want to have the opportunity to be able to display the God-given gifts that have been given to us, but also support the Fire logo in Southeastern. Um, yeah. The coaches from Ohio State and Minnesota come up to me and say, "Where are you guys from?" Yeah, and and um, well, and you know, your leadership is is a huge. That's what's making the difference. There's no doubt about that. But but yeah, we are doing so well against these major universities that I heard a rumor that some of them don't want to compete against yep. us. That yep. is true. There's some meets that they don't let us in. Um, and, and so sometimes it's a little frustrating for us and the athletes, but then we also look at it as in we're headed in the right direction. 
Um, and yeah. so we feel that if we put our kids up against the, the quote-unquote, the best in the country, that, you know, when we come up against, you know, our competition at the national meet, it's nothing we haven't seen all year. And yeah. I think that's what really helped us propel this season uh, for the indoor t- national championship. I think one of the things I appreciated about you as I've gotten to know you and watched you coach is that you always coach with a perspective. And so I, I think you gain that from your, your years of competing because in athletics you have success and you have failure mm-hmm. and you've always got to keep the big picture in mind. Yes. And so, you know, you are, as we saw, as Dr. Engel mentioned, we watched you go nuts, <laughs> you know, almost kill Coach Lambert and, you know, run across great. the track. Uh-huh. You know, so there's a lot of emotion involved, but a key to success is harnessing that emotion. Yes. And so I really appreciate the perspective you bring in being there with you at the loss at, at Outdoor last spring. Um, and hearing how you approached that with your guys, even though your heart was breaking. Yep. You know, it was a perspective piece. You know, let's just look at where we're at. Look at where mm-hmm. we've come from and look at where we're going. Let's keep that in mind and not just focus on a loss. Yes. I appreciate that about you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, and we use it as life skills. Um, our goal is to not just win championships at Southeastern. You know, we're, we're going to transform their lives through Christ. And uh, we want to be able to have them where when they get out in the real world, they're ready. Yeah. And so sometimes these defeats and sometimes the tough tasks that we have to go through, it's just shaping them and getting them ready for when they leave here as a graduate and become great mother and father and yeah. and husband and wife one day. Yeah. yeah, and that's why you're such an amazing coach that you, that's what you instill in our athletes. And so we're so grateful. Phenomenal performances by our track and field team. Great job to, to you and to everybody. Very proud of, of everyone. Tomorrow, the men and women uh, head to UCF for the Knights Invitational. What will the field look like this weekend, Coach? It'll be another good field. Uh, I know Clemson will be in town. Um, UCF has always been great to us, and we appreciate Coach Dana Boone and her staff. Um, they've never shied away from letting us in. They actually they welcome us in with open arms, and they tell us, bring your people. Yeah. And so we're, we're just really appreciative. But it'll be a lot of spring break teams, just like last week, that are coming from up north. So we're going to see some Big Ten, SEC, ACC, um, even um, even some like Princeton and Dartmouth and some of these mm-hmm. others that are coming down as well. So it's just really cool to be able to compete against some of the other institutions too because sometimes uh, because of travel, we see Kaiser and Weber and Warner and St. Thomas and those people. Right. We see them every week, and it's almost like a conference matchup before conference. So right. we want to be able to see some – other competition, and and then once we get together for our cha- conference championships, then you know we'll see that group. Well, don't do too well. <laughs> yeah. You want to go back. You want to go back. Yeah, to that you event. know we want to keep. Yeah, that's right. Back. I know. It's like uh, it's a catch twenty two. It right? is. Yep. It is. But man, it, you must be having so much fun as you build into these students' lives and and uh, and see them grow. Uh, spiritually and and uh, academically and yes. just in so many ways, but then just to see them be champions on the yes uh, on uh, on the track as well. So grateful to you and your leadership. Thank you. Well, we've got some other great sports to talk about too. Men's basketball, the Firemen's basketball, put up quite the fight in the NAI tournament where we entered the tournament as an 11 seed in the Kramer quadrant, quadrant, uh, and that was in the first round where we beat Union. Uh, also had two losses to that point in the season. Was that against Union? Or no, they the Union only had two losses. Oh, two losses all okay. season. Okay, yeah. and we were able to beat them. The second round featured a matchup with Faulkner University on their home court. And after trailing by seven at halftime, the fire came roaring back, which they do all the time, right? They do. They seem to have a, you know, they start slow, yeah. And, but they know how to come from behind. And and again, they did that after halftime, uh, being uh, down by seven, came roaring back to beat the Eagles on their home court to 
to punch their ticket to Kansas City. I think that score was 65-61. It was. Um, to, uh, to make the final round of 16 for the first time since 2014, where we went to the final four, actually, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, amazing journey for them. Yeah, I think what they did is they had a picture of you leaving – uh, the gym that they, <laughs> that they put in the locker room that at halftime. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I know. I feel so bad, but <laughs> I watched the first half and go, this is ridiculous. I'm out of here. I can't watch this anymore. And I and I take off, and then I check the score again, and they, lo and behold, come back and win. Yep. And I, I missed the great second half. Well, it was it was an exciting, uh, you know, Faulkner, you know, we were up at Faulkner in late December and, and lost by – by 23 points. Wow. And so for that, for our team to go up there and to avenge that loss, exactly. to, I'm sure Faulkner's thinking, oh, we got these guys. Right. We're going mm-hmm. to Kansas City. But that's not our team. Our team is, is, is unified. They play well together and just really excited to see them celebrate. I, I called, a, called a coach and a couple of them after the game. They were just bouncing off the walls, just, just really excited. And to see them, I mean, they were cold. It was cold in Kansas City. I think it was in the teens. Uh, and I asked them, "How you doing?" It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cold. For you know, sure. But they, you know, just so proud of them. Yeah. You know, for the season that they had. Now, although we we fell in that uh, opening round of the final sixteen to Ottawa, uh, the next game of the tournament, there was quite a play in that uh, tournament that was pretty spectacular. In that game, actually made the top ten. Uh, ESPN plays uh, Sports Center Top Ten. Sports Center Top Ten, which is amazing. I think we have the clip, right? Yeah, we're gonna watch it right now. Catching's in transition. Great play by Maul here to pick his pocket and then navigate a defender around his back, and the rest is history. What an amazing and and it looks like they've done that before, right? I mean, they they've kind of executed. uh... See, I've coached about that. That kind of stuff happens before coach gets in the gym. Yeah, you know, coaches coaches walking. Oh, oh yeah, we're shooting our free throws, coach. We're good. We're good. But it was so uh, so good in the in the moment of that game to be able to live out that play and and of course made the the Sports Center top ten, which was pretty uh, pretty good for us. Pretty impressive to see Southeastern. Uh, in that top ten, yeah, and, cool. and Riley uh, Minix was named a, a first team All American for the second year in a row, which makes him the first SEU uh, men's basketball player to ever do that. He also went over the two thousand point and one thousand rebound milestones late in the season. Mm-hmm. So big congratulations to Riley. Now, I hear a couple of NBA teams have actually uh, yes, been scouting him. There were there were some magic scouts in the in the room at one of our games, and um, and I believe the Knicks. I may be wrong. I believe okay. the Knicks were the other one. No you know, Clippers. Clippers. No, didn't, no uh, Clippers. I need to I need to make no. a phone call out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but Riley, you know, Riley has another year of eligibility. Okay. So he's graduating with his, with his undergrad degree, and we're we're hoping we'd like him to come back. Yep. You know, as as a lot of undergrads do, and it's no offense to their their alma mater undergrad, they like to have a different experience for that one year of eligibility they've, they've got left when they take graduate classes. So, you know, he is he is under a hundred points from being the all time leading scorer at Southeastern, and so hopefully, you know, be great to have him back. Be great yeah. to have him back. Mm-hmm. Not just, I mean, the thing with Riley is he's not just a great player; he's a great person. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I told him that last week, like, hey, I, I want you back, but. If you were, you know, kind of a terrible person, a great player, I really wouldn't want you back. Yeah. You know, we just we just love having you around. And so, you know, we, we're praying for, for wisdom for him, but we sure. really hope that he comes back. No, that, that would be awesome. He has a great family, and they're always at every game. And 
just uh, just love them. So yep. uh, so proud of Riley and proud f- uh, of the entire team and the work they did this season. Um, man, they they did well. That's it's great. proud. So good. Yep. Softball. Our softball team swept Warner last weekend to push their winning streak to eleven. We are undefeated in the Sun Conference at six and zero. What do you think? We're yeah, going... I mean we've eleven in a row, as you said. Uh, as we've talked about on this show, they started slow. And Coach always said, we've just got to get some innings under mm-hmm. us. You know, once we do that, I think we're going to be okay. And she knows her team. Yeah. I mean, they've played well. They've got a big uh, series this weekend at St. Thomas, who has a, has a very good overall record. They're 4-2 and two in conference. And so we, we hope to see this thing keep, keep going. I mean, this team loves to – they've got a lot of passion and energy, as yeah. you heard from Leah last week, mm-hmm. and, and really – have a great time playing the game and, and, and enjoying each other's company. And yeah. so I'm just, you know, you love to root for a team like that. You know, it, it brings passion to the field every day. So yeah. uh, really and, hoping they do do well this weekend, keep this rolling. And and being in the national media hasn't intimidated them at all. No. I mean, they've been, I mean, uh, they've been on practically every show uh, yeah. in, the, in the nation. They mm-hmm. have. They have. They just keep rolling through it. Yeah. So I'm really happy for them. So good. And and then turning to golf, our women's golf team claimed their fourth title of the season with a win at the Golden Tiger Invitational. Uh, Marley Smith took uh, second place as our top player. The men's mm-hmm. golf team tied for seventh at the William Carey Invitational with Matthew uh, Soshenik mm-hmm. and uh, leading the team with seven over total of two, two, three, 223. Well, Marley and Matthew were players of the week this week in the Sun Conference. You know, wow. and so they were they were honored there. Now, the one thing about this tournament, it was cold, and Coach was like, "I said congratulations." He said, it was it was cold. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even say thank you; he just said it was cold. You know, and he uh, felt like this was a great prep for. Um, now, the men for the nationals are in Arizona, so okay. they're not going to have issues with weather. Sure. Yeah. The women are in Illinois, mm. and the men have been there before, and I've been there, and it's it can it can it's get still cold. cold in yeah. Illinois. So it was really good to see the teams fight through this, and for the women to. To win it, you know, despite the yeah, the elements that they faced. Yeah, and, and the women's team, they're going to be returning uh, at the Music City Invite in Tennessee on Monday, and then the men head to Dalton uh, State in two weeks. Yep, yep. They both have one tournament left before conference at the end of April. All right. Well, let's turn to baseball. Our fire baseball team, our national champion baseball team, yes. uh, swept the three-game series against Weber in the first Sun Conference action of the season after scoring 32 runs in the first two games. Fire needed some late-inning heroics in Game 3, and I believe they produced those. And here's what happened. They were, they were, we were down 2-1 to one in the ninth. You know, we scored 32 runs, as you said, in two games. It's like 2-1 to one in the ninth. We just scored one run in nine innings. They've been running it up. What happened? You know, but, but uh, you know, it's 2-1 to one in the ninth. There's one out, one man on, and Josh Pagozo steps to the plate. You have the highlight here. Yes. I think we have the highlight. Here it is. Here it is. Now, there's some details about this when you watch it that are, you know, when the, the pitcher knows it's gone as soon as it's hit, his reaction. It's a four-game hit streak for Josh Pagozo. And this is a hanging breaking ball that, for two hits and that Pagozo jumps all over. Hit streak since oh, look at that. February oh, he 16th knew it. at Oklahoma Wesleyan. Look at the That ball set. driven deep into center, and it's going to be gone for <laughs> Southeastern. Josh yeah, Pagoso, who was over four to start things off. Has well, I'm sure. I mean, we're, we're now 30 and 1. We're the number one ranked team in the country. And it. when you've got us on the ropes, you just hope, you yeah. know, we're going to knock off number one. Momentum. Today. You know, when that happens, it's it's devastating. 
Yeah, and so you know we've got we've got some momentum here, and uh, just really excited to see as conference play continues. Uh, we play Warner uh, tomorrow and Saturday on okay. our next conference series. But you know, I don't know if you know we have we have five top ten teams right now in, you know, in the in our conference. Yes, in 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 the in the nation, we've got baseball at number one. We've got men's tennis as the number five ranked team in the country. Women's tennis is number six. Wow. Women's golf is number six, and men's golf is number ten. That's so a, that's you know, that's spring cool. sports are really, and we've got a national champion in indoor track. So, you know, spring sports that's are great. really bringing it home right now. Do you have anything to do with that a little bit, Drew? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think you do. Um, uh, good leadership. So, yeah, good leadership. So grateful for athletic director and and uh, how he discerns building teams uh, Thank and, you. and getting coaches, and it's just amazing. Um, tennis, let's talk about that. In our game against Bernal, our women's tennis team put up quite the performance in the singles match. Mar- uh, Martina Picardi uh, and Beatrice Letiza and Amy and Damon, uh, or Abby Damon, won all their matches in dominating fashion, dominating fashion. Tell us a little bit about that. Were you at the matches? I was not. I was not. I will be here. I will be there next, this weekend. This weekend's big for tennis. I mean, okay. it's, it's kind of their Super Bowl this weekend because they've got number 15 the, on the men's side, number 15, St. Thomas Friday, mm-hmm. number one, Kaiser, coming in Saturday. And on the women's side, it's number 11, St. Thomas, and number one, Kaiser. Wow. And so, you know, this is a big weekend for them. As I said earlier, we're both <laughs> ranked in the top 10 now. You know, and, and when, you're, when you're coach uh, Dickens, you're building your team to be able to knock off Kaiser. And so this is something they've been working for not only this year, but as he's recruited and talked to his guys and just, you know, so it's going to be really fun to to see how we show up. It is a home match, which isn't obviously on campus, but at the Beerman uh, Tennis Mm -hmm. Complex over on Edgewood Road. So, you know, it's it's really exciting to see what Coach Dickens coaches Dickens because it's Drew and Kelsey Mm -hmm. uh, are teaming up on that on, on coaching those teams and. You know, just really happy for him and uh, and the job the team the tennis teams are doing right now. Yeah, he's done uh, a fantastic job since yeah. he's taken over. You know, his office is right beside mine, and just just watching his progression and how he's built his team, and, and uh, so is Kayla in softball. You know, I had a chance to talk to her, and so I'm excited about their wins because she told me at the first of the year when they started slow, she said, "Nick, if we can just get some rhythm, it's yeah, like sure. we'll have a game here, and then we don't have a game." And um, so it's just pretty cool to watch like all of our coaches uh especially the ones that are turning their programs around it's just really cool to watch and then we all support each other too so yeah well and it's um, cool in drew's case it's cool to see a, an alum who went through right, yes right. when i first when the first week i was here we used to take a retreat down to sarasota and i met drew as a freshman and huh. to have him now be the coach of the tennis mm-hmm. team who's turning this around and just just it's just so rewarding for me to see just knowing him for for so long and, sure. the, and the effort and passion he puts into yep. everything he does. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I mean, all of our sports teams, we're just grateful for uh, how they're you know they're winning and and but also grateful for how they're growing as a person mm-hmm. and uh, and of course that's what we do. We we help help these athletes integrate their faith with their learning so that they can apply it to everyday life. Yes, and that's and that's so important. Well, and you talked about. You talked about me earlier, so I'm going to shoot it right back at you. None of this happens without leadership at the presidential level and the, the, the way that you enable all of this to happen and, and, and lead by example. So well, thank, thank you. you for that. 
Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Well, as we close out today, I want to say thank everybody for listening. Let's get out and support the tennis teams tomorrow and Saturday in those big matches. Make sure you visit SUFire.com for the latest news in fire athletics. You can find the calendar there as well as link to watch all of our home games. But thank you, uh, everyone, for supporting the fire. Go fire. Go fire. Go fire.